0: Hello, hello everyone and welcome to episode 3 of the Larger Than Life podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Rory. And uh, we're back at it again. Just your two favourite beer drinkers. Here for episode 3, would you believe it? We made um, it. Episode yeah. 3, we're here. We just don't care what you people think, to be fair. We, we're just <laughs> still going to do our thing. Um, and yeah, so if you're uh, returning to us, welcome back. Thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, We promise the only way is up and we're going to continue to deliver high quality content, which is discussion worthy stuff you might take to the pub with you as well. Uh, But if you are new here and uh, it's your first time, then welcome to an hour of our incessant ramblings. Uh, We promise to do our best to keep you entertained. Um, Yeah, so if you do like what you hear, please do not hesitate to leave us a review, leave us a rating, drop a comment if you're watching on YouTube, share with your family, your friends, your teachers, your lecturers, everyone on the planet. We want to grow, and we hope that you'll help us do our thing. Um,
1: and also, like like the video as well; that really helps. And also, click the notification as well, so that you can be the first to watch our videos when we when we next drop. Absolutely. Uh, and also, if you've got um, a lower attention span, and you're you know, in, on Instagram or TikTok, uh, you can follow us there for more short form content.
0: Yeah. What's our handle?
1: Um, at larger than life underscore LTL. That's
0: really convenient, actually. How how, can, how could anyone forget that? Larger than <laughs> life underscore LTL. That's literally our names underscore our initials so go follow us up um but yeah without further ado let's get into it, it. Right. so what have we got this week rory
1: uh so our first beer of the week is our first well we might be having we might be having a second one but we've got a, a Sing Sao. Apologies, by the way, if I've absolutely butchered that pronunciation. (laughs) Tsingtao. Tsingtao, there Um, you go. So this is a Chinese beer. Hmm. um, And the Tsingtao Brewery is the second largest brewery um, in China. Oh, wow. Um, And it was actually founded in 1903 by some German geezers who just went over to China, and they just started their own beer factory. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's um, and it makes up about fifteen percent market share, um, and it's yeah one of the biggest um, Chinese exports. Oh, nice one. So yeah, do you want to crack it open and yeah, we'll get it into open. it? I yeah.
0: guess uh, maybe in one of our future episodes we should uh, we should try the the biggest. Bit. the number one, number one I number like
1: one. that so far we're always going for like the third biggest or the fourth biggest but we've got to keep it real you
0: know? yeah. <laughs> when we become the biggest podcast yeah. we can try the biggest um, well,
1: you know, we support the underdogs here yeah, at Larger yeah, Than yeah, Life exactly.
0: Exactly. and you can support the underdogs too
1: follow <laughs> us <laughs> um, um, yeah. right. cheers mate episode cheers. 3 cheers. I like it. I like it. You I'm like a fan.
0: It. It's really different to what we had last week. So yeah. uh, last week we had Voodoo Ranger, mm-hmm. Hazy IPA, Delicious, Fruity. This is kind of, I guess you could say, more of a traditional kind
1: of... Just of an easy drinking. you know, you'd have it in, you know, in the hot sun yeah, yeah. on a summer's day. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Not, a, not a craft beer. I, I feel like
1: in Asia, they just, they know how to make the be- beers. You know what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the one in, th- in Thailand? Is it, there's a Tiger? There's Tiger and um, then there's Singer, yeah, that I make they're so good as well. I feel yeah, like they just yeah. they know what they're doing over there. Yeah, you that's know? Smooth
0: as fuck yeah. as well. But um for the ordinary listeners, it's a very nice logo, pretty simple. Uh red and green primarily, green bottle, uh simple. It just kinda has what is it, two lines? Yeah. yeah, yeah nice. Looks good. It's nice. I nice like branding. it. What'd you rate it?
1: Um, I'd give it it's not as good as last week's, not as good as the Voodoo Ranger. Ooh, no. Um but I'd probably give it maybe a seven. A seven. A seven. A seven. I
0: don't know, man. I might even give it a six and a half. Six and a half? Okay, okay. listen, let's be real. That doesn't mean it's a bad beer and I think it's drinkable. Refresh the, refresh the it's more than drinkable. Yeah. It's average. Let's remember on our 10 point scale. That's true. Right? And if we think about the elites, the premiums, the neck oils. The neck oils yeah, of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it'd be given that we gave uh, voodoo ranger an 8.5 i think it'd be an injustice to give this a 7 do you reckon so i'm that? gonna have to give it a, maybe a 6.5 do you know what
1: you've bloody convinced <laughs> me we're <laughs> giving it a 6.5 yeah, we'll yeah. give it a 6.5 we'll
0: give it a nice. 6.5 great bear recommend it um go get yourself a zing yeah um
1: yeah mate what you been up to um so this week do you know what i not had much on you know obviously last week we were talking about um did my first half marathon crazy congrats man this week Complete other end of the spectrum. I've been such a fat pig this week, right? (laughs) So I don't know. You must, you you must have those weeks, right, where you just end up like eating out a lot more than you originally thought, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mate, it's in in five days. I've had, I've been out for three pizzas. So, first I went to Pizza Pilgrims, which, if you've been to Pizza Pilgrims, ah. it's in Kingley Court, yeah, yeah, yeah. best pizza in London, insane. Then was um, Frank and Manker doing five pound pizzas at the moment if you go and no, eat really. in. Um, so, I went with some mates on Friday and I was like, oh, I guess I'll just get another pizza. Anyway, so, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I love pizza. Anyway, last night it was a mate's birthday.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, we went to Bounce, uh, which was good fun. And yeah, then we yeah. went for a pizza. We, we went like out after. So, I was like, oh, so where are we going? So, oh, we're off to ZZ's. And I was like, Hell. I was like, so look at the menu, I was like, I might be able to get like a pasta or something like that. And then I just saw it coming out of the of, of the pizza oven. I was like, nah, that's it. I'm getting a third pizza of the <laughs> week. And then, but it gets worse, Sarah, right? So after this, after this podcast, um, I'm off to see Babylon in the cinema, but yeah. we're, um, me and Alan were going to, um, to do the VIP one, mm. where you basically get like loads of food and stuff before and you get like free drinks and free snacks. Oh, nice. Um, so I looked at like what the food would be it's fucking pizza oh my (laughs) god four times this week so I might be doing my fourth pizza of the week so so yeah it's been an unhealthy week but you know what I'm happy you're such a slut I'm such a slut for pizza Um, but yeah no it's been a good week but what's what's new with you uh,
0: before we get on to me didn't you you went to go see a film Suite, didn't
1: you? Yes, The Fablemans. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll talk about it in my recommendations. So yeah, yeah. We'll cool. talk about it later. But um, Yeah, excited to get into that one.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about yeah. it. how's your week um, been? So, yeah, it's been good. Uh, pretty chilled, uh, pretty busy. Um, been very, very tired this week. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: podcast is draining yeah, yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually <laughs> becoming an old
0: man, but no, so it's been, uh, it's been pretty good. Um, yeah, but I went to Comedy Night on Friday, so I think it was in, uh, where was it? Camden Head or something. Okay, it was right opposite Blues Kitchen um, in Camden, and yeah, it was a comedy night, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Rory, it was not good. Oh
1: no, yeah, yeah, yeah. there not... is nothing worse than a shit comedy night. And I
0: felt really bad because obviously these comedians are, like, you know, fairly reputable. They had their own, own routines. One guy spoke about how he did a gig in San Francisco, and I thought, right. like, no, you didn't.
1: Yeah, dude, don't lie, <laughs> no, don't lie, because <laughs> like, yeah,
0: um, but otherwise. Yeah, it just wasn't that good. And like, you know, I, I do like comedy nights. Like I like yeah. to the top secret comedy club. And great night. Love great love night. that. Because like, also when you go on Saturdays, you often get one comedian who's fairly... He's quite
1: big, yeah. So it'd be like a bunch of unknowns then suddenly like, yeah. I don't know, fucking Jack Whitehall which exactly. just randomly shows up.
0: And the quality is incredible and I also think they're super interactive with the crowd. I went to one yeah. of those where you do like, um, like a buzzer and if you get like three buzzers and the comedian's out, so it's people like... The gong show. The gong show. Yeah, yeah. mate, that is the funnest yeah. night ever. It's so yeah. fun. Love that. Because the audience is super, super involved with that. Yeah. And if someone's shit, then it's really oh, funny that's... as well. It's, and
1: you're sort of waiting in there. Um, I've done it a couple of times now, but that is honestly, it's, Going to the Gong Show, it's yeah. in um, is the comedy store, isn't it? Um, in yeah. Soho. And it's um, honestly, it's such a fucking roller coaster of emotions, right? Because you're there, you're not sure whether they're going to be shit or not. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. you're like, oh, they're going to be good. And that the host, who is always pretty funny, comes on and says, So, you know, there are going to be times tonight where you're going to be genuinely really surprised by the standard of comedy here tonight. And there will be times where you might have thought you've accidentally stumbled into a time machine and gone back to a Victorian freak show. <laughs> And the best bit is that in between the acts, that the host just fucking rinses yeah, them all. It's, yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. It's, it's but, savage though. Like it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a tough crowd.
0: It's a tough crowd, but I don't know. I quite like that. <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I love seeing people cry. <laughs> do you
1: know, you know what's funny though? Is the, the, the like the first, joke, the first the anyway. first half, like the, the gong show, people sort of give them a bit of a chance, and like you sort of you know they'll give them like sixty seconds before they gong them yeah. off. By the second half, when people are on their you know fifth or sixth pints, like.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate. that. Game, like,
1: people literally like gogging them yeah, off yeah, within yeah. seconds. Yeah, it's like... Just,
0: like sometimes it's horrible. Like sometimes oh, you it's tell cool, Someone's yeah. gonna be funny, and um, mm. then people just vote them off. And yeah. there was one time where like the staff, like the people who actually run the fucking event, mm. they decided that someone was too shit, and people weren't no. them enough. And really? Them and I was like, that kind of defeats the objective of the show. But nah, so this comedy show wasn't great. But It was all right, crowd were really tame, there wasn't really many heckles. Um, but there was one standout comedian for me, he was really, really funny. Um, but it was one of those more like witty kind of jokes and okay. like loud jokes, but it was like good humor. He yeah, he said one thing that was just he spoke about Will and Kate and like he spoke about Spare actually as well. Okay, and, like, nice. Just thinking we're fucking trendsetters, you he obviously, <laughs> obviously heard our podcast. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so we spoke about how like. Will, because apparently I didn't know this, but in different countries, different versions of the book got released. Really, so I didn't know apparently that. Apparently, in the book, Harry did speak about the fact that Will's cheating on Kate, but apparently that hasn't been hasn't been in published. the UK version. Apparently, that hasn't been published in the UK version. Fuck, oh, in other countries, that's it mad. Has, I don't know how true that is. I'm going by this guy's, yeah, but he he just made some funny jokes. Um, but if anyone wants to check him out, um, his name is Alex Keeley um i I did want to recommend him because i did think he was really funny kind of like i don't know like another comedian i really like is james acaster oh he's great yeah, yeah, I love yeah james james a. Super, super funny uh just like super awkward but like, like in a really sort of funny but yeah, slightly yeah, jarring way yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah he's exactly.
1: great but um but yeah Alex right, Keeley, check him out
0: but yeah that's basically love that sounds that. good yeah it's yeah. Been pretty cool great but um, mate should we uh Should we get into it? We get into it. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, So,
1: Sarah, what's our first topic of the week?
0: Yeah. So, this is something that's kind of popped up very recently, only a few days ago from when we were recording. I Mm. think it will be a couple of weeks past, but might still be interesting um, because I think this is going to be dragged out until February. Um, Basically, I just wanted to know what your thoughts are because basically there's this trans woman in Scotland called Isla Bryson. Yeah. And she's been moved to a men's prison. So let me just give the background on this one. This is a controversial oh, wow. topic. Um, but yeah, you know what? This is Let's what get this into show. it. This yeah, is what yeah, the show's yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. is what the show's about. You know, we're, we're having, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts. So, Isla Bryson was convicted of uh, rape charges. The attacks happened when she was a man called Adam Graham. Right. So she was remanded to uh, this prison, this women's prison called Caunton Vale, after being convicted. And Isla Bryson decided to transition from a man to a woman while awaiting trial. And I used the word decided because that was the word used in the article as well. Um, Don't cancel me. <laughs> uh, yeah so she was convicted on tuesday the 24th of january so only a few okay. days ago and there has been debate about where she should be serving her sentence oh, and you know where sentencing rules are actually due to be decided next month so i don't think really anything set in stone
1: because this is new territory do you new for, territory, for yeah, that's...
0: In the uk and apparently it's the first time in scotland where a trans person is being convicted and whole about what's happening so uh, one of the arguments mm. that Nicola sturgeon who's the pm of yep. um scotland basically said that she agreed that it was not possible to have a rapist within women's prisons i think that's fair enough but yeah carry on i i think that's complex but mm. basically something else that i just thought i'd mention is that scottish parliament passed legislation last month making it easier for people to change their legally recognised sex. But, Nicola Sturgeon said that the changes didn't play any part in Bryson's case. So, Scotland basically said they're going to make it easier for people to ch- um, transition from a man to a woman or a woman to a man legally. Um, yeah. You know, legally change their recognised sex. Made that whole process easier. Yet, this individual, Isla Bryson, is a trans woman mm-hmm. who is potentially going to be sent to a men's prison so rory i want to know your thoughts but firstly i'd like to reply to one thing you said go on go on so nicola sturgeon obviously said that she thinks it would be not possible to have a rapist within a women's prison now i can kind of understand the argument there you're thinking about the safety of other women and i believe anatomically speaking Mm -hmm. isla Bryson still has male
1: productive yeah. organs still has XY chrom- chromosomes yeah. well
0: always would but yeah. still has a penis yes yeah yeah to my understanding. Oh, so she's not
1: had the, an operation I don't think so no. oh, okay I this didn't know is, that this
0: right. was apparently while like in during trial basically. right okay right? so I understand that point it's potentially dangerous for uh, the other prisoners right in the women's prison mm-hmm. however I think it's slightly a problematic statement because there's also going to be women in the prison who are were born as women so, uh, a cis women, yeah. I believe it's called, um, who have also committed crimes against other women. So, surely, there's potentially danger there. Similarly, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeff- yeah. <laughs> Mad, right? Jeffrey Dahmer only committed his crimes against men, mm. right? Young men, more specifically, and, 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 and boys. But got sentenced to a men's prison. So, I think it's very interesting. And I think that special consideration needs to be taken here. Something else that's interesting is, obviously, she expressed that she wanted to transition to a woman after she
1: was sentenced or accused. Accused of, char- charged with rape. Yeah, but I believe that the
0: crimes were committed, I think it was in 2016 and 2019. So a while okay, so ago, a bit it of it space is. between... A okay. bit of space between, so possible, and I still think... I think ultimately, like, let's say, you know, what's the reason behind it? It's realistically... she. I write and probably believes that men's or so women's prisons will be less dangerous and less in, harsh perhaps yeah than a men's prison, but I don't think you would go undergo like a i don't think you'd lie about being transgender in order to just
1: to get to a nicer prison yeah i don't it seems like quite a big it's, it's, yeah, yeah there's easier ways that. to go about oh, it than yeah
0: and you wouldn't yeah. you wouldn't i don't think. Yeah. One would do that because that mm-hmm. involves like a whole lifestyle change. It's not yeah. just a a declaration. It's a actually
1: no, I'm a, I'm a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you, exactly. What, yeah. You, I don't think so. So yeah, what what are yeah. your thoughts? So this was yeah, I saw this 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 article like this this news story came out and it's it's a weird one when you first see it you're like yeah well, do you know I think that's that's fair enough right because it's kind of hard to sympathise with a with a with a person who's committed to to rapes right yeah. but then I thought about it a little bit more mm. right. And actually, you, you got, people are thinking about the, the safety of all the other women exactly, in, that, in yeah. that prison. But you've got to think about the safety of the actual inmate themselves, right? And obviously, like, it's, it's kind of hard to have the debate and be like, oh, we need to be concerned about the safety of this absolute monster who raped two people. Mm. But ultimately, like, there was, and then I, I did a bit of digging. I looked into it. So back in, um, I believe it was 2019, yeah. right, um, there was a case in Australia of someone in the exact same position, okay. who was charged, who was sent to prison in Brisbane mm. for four years for stealing a car, mm. right? And she, um, she, she had transitioned from a man to a woman, yeah. right? She was raped two thousand times in prison. Oh, that's horrible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and this is this is a similar case, right? right. To think that oh, this is person is going to be a threat to all of these other um, women in the prison, but like that, her as an individual is going to be a threat in a men's prison. Um, so i think her like her concerns are completely valid there absolutely Um, and i think i was thinking about this what is the way around it because it's a really complex nuanced issue absolutely and i think ultimately the percentage of trans people in the uk is less than 0.1 percent right yeah it's less than 0.1 percent so i think the best thing you can do is take it on a case by case basis and if that means just putting them in a separate ward that's separate from all other inmates, then I think you just do that. I think
0: that's interesting. I think that,
1: that that's the way you go around it because it's going to be different for each each case you get, but what about...
0: So, separate ward, and that would have a mix of trans men and trans women? No, not, not in that sort of case,
1: but uh, it's a tr- I don't know if you do it on an individual basis. Like, yeah. if, if there's one trans person in a prison, they're just put into a separate a separate wing yeah where they have limited con- I don't know it's a it's a tricky it becomes one.
0: complicated right and because then
1: you can think oh that's almost disc- discriminating them and like denying them of actually the gender that they've decided to transition to absolutely it's, it is a mate, the whole the whole this whole story is so such no, a no, tricky no. one to navigate it's, have a it's game. really like,
0: tricky and it's you yeah. know obviously in light of us of lgbtq+ plus becoming more prevalent um obviously always exists but much more prevalent and much more spoken about out loud it's now getting to a point where there's with where there's actually challenges about how to treat specific individuals specifically in this case now i just think things this is really uh, problematic one of the things that's been argued in this case is that there is no automatic right for a trans person to be convicted of a crime to service their sentence in a female prison even if they have a gender recognition certificate, right? So just because someone is legally transitioned from mm. a man to a woman, for example, they, that doesn't give them a right to, to have their sentence in a female prison. I think that is a terrible statement to make, right? Right. I, 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 think, it's, I, I, I think that's wrong, because that um, undermines all of the other work that's kind of been done to...
1: For the trans community. for yeah, the
0: trans community to recognise someone who has transitioned... As the, gen- as the gender and sex that they have transitioned into, right? Mm. By saying, yep, yeah, you are now recognised as a woman in society. That's how you're going to be seen. You're going to have, you know, uh, female pronouns, yeah. if that's what you choose. You're, you can use um, female bathrooms. You know, that, that is how you're going to be recognised. But if you commit any crimes...
1: You you now lose those rights. Back to to
0: that. Mm. yeah. Scrap the fact that you're... That's interesting. That's that's, that's, a very good point. It's problematic. It's very difficult. I don't know what the right answer is. Because if by law, someone is considered a female and a woman, then surely the same should apply to when they are being sentenced and sent to prison. Mm. However, what you said, you're not sure about what the solution is. I don't have a fucking clue what the solution is either. It's hard. It's
1: It's so hard. hard.
0: So what would my...
1: So, you, you're you're running a prison. You're Nicholas Sturgeon, right? Yeah. What do you do?
0: I was going to try to talk in a Scottish accent. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, I, I can't
1: even. It's, it's
0: can't
1: hard. Hear. It's hard a hard accent. I meant the issue of the decision, but the yeah, accent's also yeah, pretty it's hard. hard. Yeah. It's doubly hard. But,
0: yeah. if, okay, if this was me, and um, I don't know, I'm just speaking off the top of my head now. I would 100% consult those who specialise in this kind of area with regards to trans rights, mm-hmm. trans rights lawyers, trans rights charities, yep. stuff like that, and I would take it at lengthy discussion. I wouldn't be rash or hasty and try and think about, you know, appeasing the public, for example. But there's two main considerations here. You've got to take into consideration the safety of other Prisoners, and you've got to take into situation um, into account the um, the situation and the safety of the individual of Isla Bryson. It,
1: but and then also the other inmates as well. And the other inmates, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, I think it would be a balancing act. Absolutely, there. absolutely,
0: mm. and it is tough. Uh, one of the things I saw is about potentially sending Isla Bryson to solitary confinement.
1: Uh, That's what I was suggesting is that they should just be kept separate from all the other inmates. Breach
0: of human rights, apparently. But then, but
1: then, okay. I'm not saying that for every crime. Right. But I'm saying specifically for someone who has committed rape Mm. and might be a potential threat to repeat that again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And and you can't just say, let's hedge our bets, put Isla Bryson in a women's prison and see what happens. And if she does commit the rape, then boot her out. Because, you know, again, you you could potentially... You could stop that situation by just not putting her in a female prison and a women's prison altogether. Sending her to a specific ward, though, where she'd be by herself, I, I feel like that's potentially... It's really like, expensive as well isn't
1: it it is expensive yeah and especially now as more people are sort of um you know coming out and transitioning to like the, the, the trans community is like growing right more yeah. people are comfortable with that because it's more spoken yeah. about a lot more absolutely and you can't you're not going to be able to do that for if if it goes from 0.1 to you know suddenly five percent that's you know a lot of that's a lot of money yeah. and a lot of like restructuring of prison systems absolutely. Yeah.
0: absolutely and i'm sure maybe if this becomes more of a thing maybe in like Male prison and female prisons. There might be a separate ward just for trans. Yeah. Um, individuals. Mm. I don't know. It's really, it's really tough. It's really tough. I'd also be curious. Is the wrong word because that sounds like I'm hoping this would happen. Absolutely not. However, it would be somewhat interesting to see what the response would be for a someone who a transgender man who committed crimes as a woman to see where they would be placed in prison. If it was the other way around,
1: yeah. that that would be interesting. Yeah, be interesting. would it be the same? Would it be
0: the same? Mm. I, I'm not. I'm not so sure if it would be. But I don't know. I don't know. It is tough. Um, stay tuned. I guess we're gonna watch the news and see what is ruled in the end. And see. I'm really interested um, to see what happens there. Yeah, but you know, solitary confinement is is probably not an option for a, from a monetary perspective. Mm. You might be interested to know that the death penalty, for example, is actually more expensive than. Not the death penalty.
1: Really? Yeah. So hang on, it's more expensive to... What, put someone on death row than it is to, put... to just put them in a life imprisonment.
0: Really? Well, if you think about the number of prisoners yeah. who are sentenced to death row, which is obviously not a huge amount, but there are quite a few in the US, for example. It's ruled out in certain states, but in some states it's still legal. Mm. Um, and, you know, they wait years, at, like years, to so they have to then be confined to normal imprisonment right. anyway. And then I believe they also put on suicide watch. And I'm not sure.
1: And that costs a lot more money then. Yeah, because someone is literally
0: designated to watching them 24 7. Wow. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of other stuff. I mean, for example, the executioner thing. Someone has to be paid to ta- actually take their life. Hey, imagine that as your yeah, job. Exactly. If you're an executioner, yeah, now, like, what, what
1: do you do? Like, on your LinkedIn, just executioner. <laughs> like, that's,
0: that's horrendous. <laughs> that's a mad specialist CV to have. Um, yeah. They'd also have to then pay for
1: therapy for the executioner.
0: It's very, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing um, they, I never thought film. about it like that that's, that's really yeah, interesting yeah, yeah it's very interesting wow. isn't it mm. so yeah but ties in you can't just have a specific ward for Isla Bryson for, with one person mm. watching them because how would the public feel about you know tax money going towards that and yeah. it's not to do with the fact that she's trans how would anyone feel about tax money going towards 24-7 watch for like, one specific person do you mm. know what I mean it's like it's problematic it's, it's problematic. yeah. um but yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to kind of see what happens. You know, obviously I hope for the best for all prisoners and Isla Bryson. Yeah. Um and hopefully the right decision is made. I don't know what that is. So I I, I hope the right course of action are taken to ensure the right decision is made, namely what I'd said, consulting of pro- They just yeah, they need socialism. to get
1: people who are part of the trans community who represent the trans people on a daily basis to, to come in and help out, help yeah. help guide the PRISM systems, deal with this. Because I think in the next 10, 20 years, there's going to be a lot of more cases like this Absolutely. where it's in, in that sort of gray area. Um, so yeah, I'm very interested to see what course of action they take. And,
0: um, you know, on that, Rory, I think there's another topic I actually mm. wanted to talk about, which I didn't brief you for.
1: <laughs> You're dropping this on me, <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm oh actually God, just curious me, to but... hear your opinion. Um,
0: well, um, trans people in the Olympics...
1: Big topic. Yeah. Very big topic. What do you think? Um, If I'm honest with you, um, my mind, not the Olympics, but my mind does go back to um, there was an MMA fighter who transitioned from a man to a woman. And there was a lot of controversy on the internet at the time because. Didn't she fuck up? Fucked up other people, like was beating the shit out of them, right? And obviously, when you transition at quite a late age, you're still gonna have a higher level of testosterone, uh, testosterone than um testosterone just <laughs> invented a new hormone <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna have a higher level of testosterone than um than the average than, like than the average woman is um so I think if I'm honest with you, I think for sport it's I think it's a really it's a it's a tricky issue and I don't think they should be should be allowed to compete. And that's gonna it's probably not the response that a lot of people are gonna to want to hear, but Ultimately, it's 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 an unfair advantage. Like men, statistically, are better athletes than women, right? Yeah. In terms of like you know strength and in terms of, um,
0: yeah, body composition. Body composition, exactly. Yeah.
1: Um, And yeah, I think you have an unfair. If you you lived forty years of your of your life as a man and then transitioned to you have an unfair advantage over other women. Yeah. Um, And I think ultimately the the trans community it makes up, as I said, less than zero point one percent of um, of the population. So I don't think you can take these, like, very specific uh, specific cases and apply them across whole tournaments like the Olympics and yeah. MMI, uh, UFC.
0: What do you think of, like... So this topic came up amongst me and my friends mm. recently um, and someone suggested that maybe there should be, like, again, like, a, a trans-Olympics or that maybe a separate category.
1: Yeah, but would, would the trans... I mean, I, I don't speak for trans people, but like, would yeah. would the trans community not be quite um, perhaps? Like, this, this we're, we're, cause it's a different, it's a tricky, one, isn't it? Because it's like, well, they don't, they don't identify as just trans. They they, they now identify as women, yeah. right? Or men, no, I, depending I, on I what they've agree. transitioned I to. So agree. it's a it's a tricky one to sort of create their own sort of. I think, and does it marginalise them even more?
0: See, this is exactly what I said. It's a tricky one. I said one. I don't necessarily think so. I think that's problematic as well because mm. it's kind of like, again, it's othering. To create a separate category,
1: exactly. Yeah. So
0: here's another question for you. Okay. Just something I hadn't thought about. What about like
1: non-binary people in sport? That's a good. I've never even thought. Yeah. That's a good question.
0: I don't. Are there?
1: Are there any cases of I'm um, sure. non-binary like well, I'm sure athletes? And what do they? I'm
0: sure, there must be non-binary athletes.
1: Well, do you just look at it as in in terms of your like your se- like your sex, right? Your chromosome, like. Because I, I, I think, as far as I understand, non-binary is like your gender, right? Yeah. So you can't change your sex is but your sex, right? So they, they'll just categorise you in fine. terms of. But that's your, the
0: same for transgender people, because they've still uh, got XX or XY chromosomes. You can't change that.
1: I know, okay. but they, the assumption is that they've gone under. They've gone under like um, hormone therapy, and they've gone okay, under fine, a transition yeah, yeah, yeah. where non-binary just identify. They don't identify as a woman or a man. Um, obviously, their sex is. So I guess, yeah, if, if you had a non-binary athlete, I guess they would just go in the category which their sex is.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Again, it gets a bit... It, yeah. Perhaps there might be some non-binary people who have undergone some kind of... I don't, I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm sure there are cases. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it becomes interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I think it be interesting because I know that as we get older, mm. there's going to be more cases of this kind of stuff. There's going to be more debates. There will be. You know, I mean, there's also arguments about, and I forgot her name. Maybe you'll remember. There's a female, mm. uh, a woman athlete who has got like a high level of testosterone and other women athletes. Yeah, who happens to win a lot of races and stuff. And oh, but she, she is, she was
1: originally. She's, yeah, yeah, she's always been a woman. So then, yeah. You can't really just base it's, it on testosterone levels, can you? At that no, point, yeah.
0: But people argue that's an unfair advantage because. Mm. But I disagree. That's, how that's just born. where you've been born, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. As I said, as we kind of get older, this is becoming more of a thing. More that's of a, a hot topic, like our parents' generation.
1: Mm. And so, it's, it, I think was it you who told me that? Um, gen, they're noticing now that Gen Z, are a lot more people, um, yeah. like the the just in general the LGBTQ the, um, yeah. community, like it's growing a lot more than it has done in the last like 10 years. And the, the interesting thing is like, do you reckon that is because now people are more comfortable with sort of, you know, being more, a lot more open to that? Or do you think it's a result of external factors? Do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: It's very tough. Mm. That's really, really tough. I don't know if I'm ready to, yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, ready to dive into that just yet. Yeah. Because I want the podcast to be somewhat successful before I get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before spreading my opinions. But yeah, it's um it's a tough one. Yeah. But yeah, I believe it was in the latest census survey they had uncovered that the Gen Z had most like had a much higher level of those who identified within the LGBTQ plus community. And I believe the highest Within the LGBTQ plus community and categories that were given on the census data and mm. survey, I believe the highest category that people are described to within that was being bisexual.
1: Interesting, which is interesting. I too. think it's. I think like it's great. I think what just, that that evidence shows is that people are just way more open with it now, mm. I and mean, people who might have kept that quiet their whole lives. And now thinking, well, other people are, you know, coming out. This football has suddenly come out. This People are more comfortable with it. And I think that's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, well, one thing that I personally kind of enjoyed seeing a development of mm-hmm. was the separation of sex and gender. Because obviously sex is whether you've got XX or XY chromosomes. Yes. Now, gender is obviously like an interesting mm-hmm. one. And I think like, for me, why I found that interesting is because you're obviously seeing like gender roles being kind of, explained way more in terms of people like someone's male or female depending on whether they fit in certain gender roles yeah that's not the obviously that's such such Mm. a massive reduction but what i mean is like that's what we've kind of seen we separated men um gender from sex and you know people are starting to see that actually someone who's born as a biological man doesn't necessarily fit into their gender roles yeah um which means like to me it's like okay cool should we maybe look to just scrap gender roles altogether completely yeah, yeah.
1: just let people fit into whatever kind of, cuz basically ultimately the the theory behind it goes is that like gender is all just social factors it's like there's a reason why you know as a as a guy so have you have the hair the way you do and girls dress and have their hair a certain way as well that's all just social um that's so, all yeah. to do with social forces. No, absolutely. Um, it's a really one, interesting. So one person who,
0: um, you know, shout out to this person. Obviously, they're very famous. And uh, I think that they stand for such an incredible thing is Youngblood. Um, mm. You know, Youngblood is a huge advocate for the LGBTQ plus community, people who feel different. He is, I think he's identified as bisexual, but said he has like a, or maybe even pansexual. He's identified what, remind as, me what pansexual, pansexual is again. I believe, is that you are... Kind of open to literally anyone. So bisexual is uh, biological men, biological women. Yep. Pansexual is biological men, biological women, trans. Oh, okay, and interesting. Trans interesting. Men, yeah. Non-binary. Got okay. cool. yeah. Uh Yeah. So, so yeah, Youngblood, he is, I think he's identified as pansexual. However, tends to, I think he said his sexual preference, tends to kind of be maybe like his past has just been women. Okay. Really. However, like he's also identifies as a male. He wears dresses on stage. And he writes songs about, like, promoting, like, I don't know. even That's great. Like, just stuff like he'll go on stage and he'll express how angry he is at, like, I don't know, about, like, laws outruling gay marriage and stuff mm. like that. And it's just incredible. Like, he stands for such a good and positive thing within the community. And, uh, you know, he's a man who goes and wears dresses and stuff. And he literally is challenging the gender roles that we see. Um, which is which is fantastic, and you know I think Kenzie definitely needs someone like that as a role model. Hundred
1: um, percent,
0: and yeah, so big up Youngblood. Also, I don't know if you've heard, but any of his songs, but he makes some banging music.
1: Man. What's his main song? I'm just trying to he's think. Got a have... few. He's got a
0: song with um, I forgot who it was. One of his ex-girlfriends was it, it Hazley or something? Okay. Um, oh Haley,
1: I think. Yeah, carry yeah, on.
0: It's called Eleven Minutes. That's I don't think I've heard it. Banger. Is it? That's I'll check banger. it out. I'll check it out. And then he's got a song called Parents. Which is really, really good. Basically, the main lyric of that is like, parents ain't always right. And he just basically talks about how like your parents tell you to do one thing, but they're not always right. So you can do what you want kind of thing. Which I obviously listen to the song. That's that's the production of the message. But it's it's interesting. It's interesting. So, Okay, I'll check him out. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, bro. Cool. Good, good debate. Good topic, cool. Love good it. Love
1: um, the, uh, the longer than life topics. Yeah, Love yeah, it.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, but right. yeah. What's,
1: our, what's our next topic?
0: Okay, so this is another one. Um, so you'd actually sent me this one on TikTok and I thought it'd be really mm. interesting to discuss. So uh, firstly, shout out to, I think his name's Dylan Page. Uh, you've probably seen him on TikTok. Great channel. Great Love channel. It. News TikTok guy. Uh, yeah, shout out to Dylan Page. Makes really, really interesting TikToks. So but I thought we'd discuss it. Mm. So basically, a few days ago, that was the first human monkey hybrid developed.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: What? I never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 There was a fucking human monkey hybrid. It's crazy. So, this development happened and occurred from kind of 2021, where a team of researchers from the US and Spain. Flew out to China because they wanted to evade some of the rules and regulations and that Imagine
1: being so set on that, you think, fuck it, I'm just going to go yeah, to China where it's, it's legal exactly,
0: Jeez, exactly, so they flew out there Jesus and they developed this whole thing The whole reason that they've gone to do this and try and create a human-monkey hybrid Is because they wanted to do some research around using animals to basically produce organs for transplantation into humans you know there's a huge like waiting list to get organ donations like kidney donations right. and stuff so like this that. is actually
1: we're just going to grow them ourselves Absolutely. and then use them for operations Absolutely. and things like that yeah. interesting
0: because um kidney donations i think people can do that if they're still alive but yeah Others oh, organs you can't right? they've, got this, dead, right? they've got to be dead right mm. dead. exactly um and then they've got to be healthy as well and then they've got to be matching the same blood type it, it's like uh, and a bunch of other stuff to make sure they're yeah. compatible so that's what this whole thing has done so The research team basically reported that they had successfully injected human stem cells into a monkey, um, sorry, into a monkey embryos, and that some of the embryos um, had survived for as long as 20 days, but then they were terminated, um, and they were basically destroyed because of ethical concerns, which obviously would... I thought it was legal
1: in China, though. What? The embryos. Okay, right.
0: Legal or not, ethical concerns. Okay, right. And we'll get into it in a sec. But yeah, so basically, one of the things is that it's really challenging to target um, growing specific organs and basically having specifically human cells within a, mon- like a monkey or other animals. So whilst you might want to try and grow a human liver inside a monkey, there's always a risk at this stage in the research and the trials that stem cells might go into like the brain and then you might have like a human monkey brain growing with some human cells in it. So... I don't know. I don't know really what to make of this because where do you draw the line? Like it's still frightening and scary. And but it's a is a, it is for
1: it is for like clever. it's for a, a good cause though. Yeah, right? but if this means more humans can survive and more people get successful transplants, is it not for? Is it not a good okay a good thing? So
0: here's the thing. Go on. Right. Hit thing, me, Sarah. Yeah, man. I'll hit you. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you up, man. <laughs> nah, bro. Here's the thing. No, it's for a good cause, but then it's like, what? So we can just like grow like babies. Are you oh, just
1: be number two? Before we get into it, you yeah, should yeah. get
0: be number two, all right? Um, oh, I didn't mind in a second. Nah, no, but bro, go on. It's potentially killing a, a human, someone with consciousness, just for the sake of like organs and stuff. This is what I'm saying. If, if, if you're growing the human yeah. monkey hybrid yeah. and the stem cells go into the monkey's brain, and it becomes like right. a human monkey brain, and you have potentially got a human, mm. right? So it you conscious. I guess yeah,
1: because I'm I'm probably looking at it from like, oh, it will just be like a monkey, but yeah, it will it have right. organs. So but actually, it's, creating, it's, uh, con- yeah, it's consciousness. creating consciousness. This is like an AI chat from yeah. last week. AI, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: No, but yeah, exactly. So yeah,
0: like, that that kind of seems wrong, no? That seems intrinsically mm. wrong. But also, just kind of doing that to monkeys. As regardless it also seems it's a bit also ethical concerns. ethically wrong as well mm. but then yeah so i don't know man it's problematic it
1: is murky, territory, murky do you know what I mean? territory like i feel like when you start crossing human dna with other dna of other animals whether it's a monkey or yeah, a crocodile yeah, yeah. or whatever like, i just feel like yeah you're getting into dangerous waters 100%, there but um, this
0: is my shit gets like a bit fucked up to me because it's like why do humans have this kind of thought that we're just the best and we can do like what we want with like other
1: animals humans love to play god yeah they love it yeah
0: it sucks honestly but
1: like i don't know what what do you think i think (laughs) should we just leave it i think yeah i think to be honest that that to me is the sort of territory where we just shouldn't we shouldn't go near anything to do with like eugenics and things like that okay um even like not even in terms of hybrid but even i think um uh, there's a lot of like research at the moment going on to like um, being able to change different parts of like the human so genetic DNA. Modification. Genetic modification. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. Genetic modification and being able to. I saw this concept video recently. I can't quite remember the uh, the name of the company, but it's basically a concept of how you'd be able to grow like babies in a lab, and you'd be able to watch it from your phone, and you'd be able to change like different, you know, change its eye color, change its hair change like skin like all this sort of things and stuff like that freaks me out i love it because at that point you're literally you're interfering with uh, natural selection yeah, and, yeah yeah and that that like that worries me do you think
0: that potentially would that could could that potentially stun evolution or
1: speed evolution speed up? it up well I, I guess it would be speeding it up yeah but it's not natural then is okay, it it's, it's, it's forced it's forced evolution so, yeah but
0: is that not so evolution
1: I, I don't isn't, think. Isn't with, that the I think natural, natural selection. TV. The whole point is that it's such a small, um, there's such a small chance of a mutation mm, then mm. going on to b- become the, the dominant species. That like when you're forcing it, that's like yeah, but we shouldn't is, play but, God.
0: But, but
1: why? No, I am mm. sorry. I'm just
0: pressing you. Here no, go on. Because is, evolution is only an account of the past and what's happened and how we've got here. But mm. one thing that hasn't been factored in is technology. Yeah. So surely technology comes plays its own part in the future of evolution that's because a technology is it. such
1: an inherent part of our Absolutely. lives it's now.
0: become an inherent part that can affect that can affect our future and therefore evolution is kind of tied to technology right mm.
1: that's a, that's an interesting question but i think but where like where do you draw the line right well yeah do we just like you get you're getting into territory of like oh we can just basically breed out like whole like races of people or whole like anyone with like Disability, like everyone would just be like what what society conceives as like the perfect human, and I think that's 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 horrible
0: no absolutely, and then it would also only give those who've got the money to be able to kind of do that, and then what yeah, exactly, thinking?
1: and it'll be the rich who can you know genetically modify yeah, like yeah yeah. yeah.
0: And then you're gonna have like they'll end up being like a mm. Hunger Games type of thing. Or have you ever seen like Cabin in the Woods?
1: Oh, great! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. yeah. Be that thing where the you've got the
0: rich to just raise like these genetic like yeah. monsters just to oh kind of fucking fight each other.
1: But the other the other thing, sorry, I just had a thought. Go um Natural selection. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the reason you get these sort of slight mutations and then they do well is because um, it helps them survive, right? And then pass yeah. on their genes to yeah, the next yeah. generation, right? We're talking about survival here. But Then if you compare it to what you're talking about of like you know, we'll be able to genetically modify. Like that's not for survival at that point. We've basically over, like us as a human species, have over got to, past the point now where we're trying to survive like, it is because to, because we've got technology. We we now don't need to like evolve as humans in order to survive.
0: That is survival. Is no, survival. Saying, ask, and in
1: terms of our DNA, is what right. I'm saying.
0: Yeah, fine. You're talking about physical survival.
1: You're right. Yeah, I'm exactly. Talking about social survival. You so, I'm so you're saying like are you, so like for example. Oh, I like if I was born, I'd need to change my hair to be blonde in order to like socially survive. Is that the kind Let's of? Let's
0: not say blonde because we're like getting into like right. Aryan children. Oh well, like yeah, life. but yeah. more muscly, for yeah. example, yeah, exactly, exactly, or like taller, or like yeah, stuff like that. Then you're getting like again, you're separating. Like I'm not saying I agree with that. Mm. I agree yeah. with this, and I don't think genetic modification should be a thing because I think it harms like the whole like kind of. Do mm. you see almost of like? having a child with someone for the sake of wanting to be with that person and wanting to try and recreate, like, a little version of yourself. And I think it kind of defeats that. But, like, yeah, essentially, I don't know, I'm talking about, like, it is kind of social survival because you would pick traits Mm. which would benefit that child. In the long run, In in the long run, from a social (sighs) perspective, they'd be maybe good at sport. Mm. You know, they'd maybe be better looking, find more attractive partners. It's all artificial. But, like...
1: I think humans should be encouraged to... Make technological advancements. I think as soon as that starts like affecting the DNA of human species, I think that's when you've taken a well, step so, too like, far.
0: There's a thing where like you can now like potentially. I guess they're saying like you can maybe using this technology stop people from being born with like Down syndrome mm. and like potentially preventing autism. Yeah, but like I've got my own thoughts about all this stuff, mm. and it's like I just disagree with all of that. I think like just just let everyone be like how they are born. Yeah, um, but then that's also harsh for me to say as well because you know because if someone who maybe situation. is raising a
1: down syndrome child yeah it, might would might actually would want that opportunity yeah, to it, it, prevent because it, because obviously it's quite a burden on parents to raise a da- yeah
0: yeah i mean I'm, now, then i've got my own views on like maybe children who are born with like autism and stuff mm. like that i've got my own views on like different views on that but again yeah. it's like a very narrow sighted view like, I yeah can't really comment because yeah but um but yeah man i don't know it's all very confusing this whole thing with like the growing like human organs and monkeys and stuff i think look research is interesting i guess but like even if you were potentially able to grow target so the whole issue now is that you can't target a specific organ within like a like a a monkey for example right? right you can't inject stem cells just to a specific organ just to grow a specific organ um in in the monkey and that the ethical concerns are it might go to the monkey's brain it might right. have some human stuff like whatever but even if you could target it specifically let's say it's like a liver or like lungs or whatever I still think there's ethical concerns there because you're growing a mm. human like lungs or liver in a monkey and then you're basically just going to kill that monkey you're just going to
1: using that in order to benefit yeah. another exactly it's what... like that film actually um my sister's keeper have you have you seen that you waste lad. <laughs> have you seen it yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically the film where um uh great film came out like in the early two thousands, but it, basically yeah. um you had these two parents, I think one of them was like Cameron Diaz. And one of them and is, sorry, yeah, gonna, And basically their child is terminally ill, going through all these different operations and then one it's of the options cancer. Ca- cancer, and then one of the um the alternatives is to uh, do IVF to create another child like who will basically be able to... Is it donating organs, I believe? Um,
0: or organs, like, bone marrow, bone marrow stem, all that kind of thing. Cells. They made a genetically perfect match.
1: Yeah. Um, In order to help the eldest daughter who was going through all these treatments and things. Yeah, And yeah, it was yeah. a really... It's actually a really... I think it was based off a book, it's a really interesting film it about like, um, unpacking... Unpacking like yeah, eugenics and is it morally questionable to create life in order to benefit another life? Yeah. Um. But yeah. Really, really interesting. Well, like it's, it's yeah, reminds me of that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um. Exactly.
0: So it was a film that, funnily enough, starring Alec Baldwin as well. Uh, oh, yeah, he was a lawyer in it, mm. and uh, yeah, Cameron Diaz was in it as well. Uh, and exactly as you said, the sister who was born, her name was Anna. She was a child, had to undergo loads of surgeries, stem cell donations, etc., and yeah, feels wrong. Because she was a child, she kind of had to just do it. Like, she do didn't with have it, yeah. her own will. And the film mm. is basically that she, Anna, the sister, who was the IVF child born to do, undergo all these surgeries to help the older sister. The premise of the film is that she goes to Alec Baldwin, the lawyer, to sue her parents mm-hmm. for having, to, to get control over her, her own body. I don't know. I think that's wrong as well. I don't think you should raise someone. Aaron, it, it almost feels like you'll then... Like that child who's born by an IVF will never be truly... like. It's not going to be loved in the same the way. It's right yeah. respected in the same way. They're seen purely as a vessel for donating to organs help. and yeah, yeah. It's messed up isn't it and that's
1: when the, the film starts in it she gets to a certain age and then she says no i don't want to do it anymore when she gets to the age where she can has her own mm. can make her own decision she says no i don't want to do this and anymore. it wasn't
0: even her it was actually the sister who had the terminal illness it was like you yeah. shouldn't be going through this and it's actually really really unfair on yeah. you and it absolutely is yeah you know to save one child you're putting another through all these surgeries and stuff that's horrible mm. that's horrible but uh yeah look i don't know i think With regards to this whole thing with monkeys, like I see what they're trying to do, but it feels really unethical. If they could do it in a way where they could grow like an extra organ or, I don't know, develop it in like just a lab. But not within a, in a living thing, uh, yeah. where you'd have to kill an animal to harvest an organ that feels wrong. Um, But then again, man, I mean, we,
1: we are both, we're both meat eaters. That's true. It's kind of like, we can say all this stuff, but ultimately, you know, we eat lamb, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're literally bred and, like, killed within... Nah, ba- yeah.
0: You know back. what? Out of smite, I might just
1: become a vegan. Just so I could... <laughs> just so I can back the thoughts. Just so I can back your argument. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Just so. I couldn't become a vegan, you know. I you couldn't did, do it. You could. I could not do it. Uh, Vegetarian, maybe, because I feel like you can get, like, any meal you can just swap out, like, yeah, meat for tofu or meat for, like, I don't know, aubergine or something like that. Like, there's stuff you can do, but vegan.
0: I yeah. love cheese too much. You know... My my thing, Rory, uh, can I call you Rory? <laughs> my, uh, my thing, Rory, is uh, that I've been thinking a lot about this, and I'm a very all or nothing person. And mm. those who know me well know that about me. I'm very all or nothing. No half measures, no, not <laughs> at all. And so, I always had it in my head like, I need to become a vegetarian, and that's it, yeah? Yeah, I can never have meat again. So, I'm gonna travel. I'm going to go to loads of different countries, I'm going to eat everything, and yeah. then I'm going to become a vegetarian, yeah, right. and recently I've, I've learned something about, you know, my methods, and that when I'm all or nothing, it's literally I'm all or nothing, so when I fall off, I fall off hard, okay, so, so I'm trying some things, right, we'll get into it this another, maybe next episode, yeah, but yeah. I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions and stuff, well, okay. one of the things that I debated and contemplated is I wanted to maybe, like, stop drinking, but, full time? Well, potentially. What about the podcast? But well, then we've got a <laughs> podcast
1: called Larger Than and Like You can
0: even do Dry January
1: that's yeah. fucking drink. I mean, <laughs> I can't be here.
0: It's never got a sprite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We can't be doing alcohol no, in three beers every
0: Exactly. I don't have <laughs> time to change the name of the podcast. We've gone yeah. <laughs> yeah. now.
1: We're too deep, <laughs> yeah. deep.
0: now. So, but what this podcast has shown yeah. is that I am able to. Not necessarily be all or nothing, but maybe Mm. just be like a little toe-in-the-water kind of person. So, linking back to veganism, listen, yeah, in terms of environmental, like, changes, climate change, Uh, global warming, what are the two biggest contributors? I believe it is the meat industry and Mm -hmm. also flying, right? Mm -hmm. I love going on holiday. I'm going to Elon Musk. I know you're listening to this podcast. we huge, yeah? <laughs> He's an avid listener. <laughs> Fucking hurry up with Hyperloop, yeah? So then we can all just travel mm. and it'll be good for the environment and it's all good. But hopefully that will happen. But look, obviously meat. I think the main thing I'd like to do upon reflection rather than be all or nothing is I'd want to massively reduce my meat intake. I'm going to start to make active changes to right. try and do that. Eat more vegetarian, eat more vegan food. But I don't necessarily think I have to completely cut it out. And I think the same applies for all people. If everyone just reduced their meat intake, if you look at the it would stats... would help so much. Like, if you look at the stats of, like, meat production, back in, like, the 70s in the USA, it used to be, like, half a pound of meat per person per week. What was it, And uh, now it's, like... A pound per person per day. Or something... Really? Check the... Someone fact checked me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, something like that. It's something crazy. Like, just the demand for meat has just, like, gone up massively. And actually, wow.
1: as humans, if we all just... Cut down. It yeah. would really, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We just cut down. it Certainly isn't. I know some people. I know. One.
1: I know some people who they're vegetarian when they're cooking themselves. And then when it. they go when they go out for dinner, which obviously is you know, what, a few times a month, maybe yeah, a couple yeah, of times yeah. a month, they'll they'll treat themselves to meat. Yeah. And I think that's that's a
0: good way to. go That's about a really it. good
1: good way to go about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. I think it's really good for your health as mm. well. Uh, apparently, like your um, like how awake you feel. It was apparently like, really? apparently yeah, like cutting down your meat intake like increases your energy.
1: But then I have heard some people who were literally on the um, who was it, Jordan Peterson was on like the carnivore diet where, bro doesn't even eat vegetables, he just <laughs> literally eats like meat basically the whole time, um, and he said that cured like loads of his ailments and way more energy and things like that. So but like he I've like, heard so many different things, you know.
0: But he also said he hated it.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it'd be yeah. fucking horrible, yeah, wouldn't exactly. it? but like, yeah, it's an in- yeah. I don't I th- know, man. I, mm. the-
0: Jordan Peterson's an eccentric guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, out of
1: yeah, his arse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, let's,
0: uh, let's not get too invested in what he says. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, don't really know how we got onto that. Yeah, we really went off on a tangent there. Longer than life conversations. We love it. We think
1: you love it. <laughs> <laughs> to all seven listeners. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh,
0: nah. Um, anyways, stop fucking around with growing these organs in the monkeys. I think it's creating huge ethical dilemmas. In order for me to back my point, I'm going to cut down on my meat consumption, so you guys will listen to me, and I've got authority to speak on this. But let, but let me just have my
1: opinions okay? And uh, I respect that, yeah, yeah, thank I respect you. That. Thank you You'll still be flying though, aren't you? You still be going on holiday? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Aren't mate. you going to India next? I'm going to India? <laughs> yeah. I hope you all I hope you're getting the bus. Cause...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to go the Thumburg and like take like several boats. <laughs> just like... <laughs> no no, but yeah, I'm going to India. Hopefully going to Philippines soon. We'll talk about oh, <laughs> ne- ne- next week. Next yeah, week. <laughs> nice. But um but yeah man, uh that's uh that's uh that's it. love it. So yeah, bro, should we uh should we wrap it off? I think we've got some uh how do we like to end? We'd like to end on some recommendations. I know I've got mm. some stuff to chime in on. Uh Do you wanna go
1: first? I think I went first last week. So we you should we alternate? Yeah, so yeah, you go first. A
0: one, one. How many things have you got?
1: Oh, I've just got one, just you the one. Oh, the Fablemans. So I'll start. Then yeah, you, then me. Perfect. Right. Let's do it. Okay,
0: number one. One thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm wanted to talk about it for a while, is a very, very famous TikToker, and I believe his name is Connor Price. Mm. I think I told you about him, guys. Listen, Connor Price is fucking sick. Okay, basically. He makes loads of TikToks and he makes music. But he did this one thing and it basically helped him just like get every video viral. But I love what it is. And I know it is probably for selfish reasons for himself, but that doesn't matter. This is probably a utilitarian argument because he's Mm -hmm. creating the greater good, like promoting greater good rather than trying to be intrinsically. But I'd like to think that he's trying to benefit other people. Conor Price basically makes music. He raps um, and he started doing this thing. But he's like, right guys, I'm going to spin a globe and wherever my finger lands, I'm going to meet an artist who's up and coming and make a song with him. Um, that's a great idea. I love great that. Great idea. So basically, yeah, that's exactly what he does. He spins a globe, puts his finger on. Um, obviously, he pre-plans it. But like, <laughs> obviously. <Yeah>. obviously <laughs> like, 70% of the world is water. Yeah, yeah. He lands on a finger he says,
1: oh no, I'm not going there. <laughs>
0: But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what he does. He spins the globe, puts his finger on the globe to stop it. And then he finds an artist who's up and coming from that country, makes a song with them. And he videos this whole process of him spinning the globe, researching on his laptop, finding someone, shows a message he sends him, shows him sending something back, like a verse back on a beat he made. And then he previews the song. And, mate, some of them... Are, are good? So, so... Really? Funny. So the first one I saw... I believe he linked up with this guy called Killer from, um, I think it's Zambia. Okay. And, And apologies if I got that wrong. But, mate... It's so good. So the the song's not incredible. It's all right. It's like a rap song, and then it's kind of a bit housey as well. Okay. It's like a
1: house like. Is it, it? Sorry, is this the one you that you what? Violet. Violet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is yeah, Violet. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. But, oh, I didn't realise that was Connor Price. Sick.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we linked up with this guy called Killer, and this guy who we linked up is, is fucking that's incredible. Sick. Did you hear oh, his that. Bars in the street. It's so good. Song, yeah, man? yeah. Great song. He starts off by saying, "A lot of people praying for my downfall." but the only thing that I'd be down for is being top five, but like down four. And it's like, how did you make all those (laughs) runs? And it's like, what? (laughs) Fucking sick, man. I was like, so good. So shout out Connor prize. I think like the videos are incredible. I, Mm. I love what you're doing. Um, and I think he's probably really big in like the US and Canada, but if you're in the UK, like go check him out because it's like actually like very good entertainment. And,
1: I'll subscribe. And it sounds and, uh, good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some of the songs he's coming out with and the people he's linking up with, like Killer, I've like wanted to go and like find like, and listen to more of his tunes. So maybe next week that's what I'm going to be recommending. But...
1: All right, I love that. He's he's basically like pushing people up who have, oh, have not got a bigger like big of a platform. Exactly. That's great.
0: I love exactly. That. Exactly. So I think he's done one with this like in Zambia. One with a female artist in India. And he's done a few more. But um, And he makes good content as well. Like It is quite a joke. But yeah. that's fine. Great.
1: Um, so my recommendation of the week is, you guessed it, it's a film. <laughs> so that's, the one we, <laughs> that's the one you went to go see. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so I we went to see The Fablemans. Mm. Um, so if you're, if you're not sure, so The Fablemans is basically a semi-autobiographical film um, about one of the greatest directors ever, um, who ever lived, uh, mm. Steven Spielberg. Oh, Right, and it's about his life um, when he was younger, and him discovering his love for film and it's just, uh, lo- discovering his love for filmmaking. Hmm. And it's directed by Steven Spielberg.
0: So, right? just for sorry, just for a bit of background, Go on. Uh,
1: what's in films that Steven? Spielberg oh yeah, so directed? Steven Spielberg. He's known for E. T. He's known for Indiana Jones. Um, you know, he's known for. Um, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, okay. Jurassic Park, okay. like all the bangers. Wow. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he, he's, he's, he's been around for like 30 years in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... So yeah, it's about his life, and it starts off, um, and you see him as like a young kid going to the cinema for the first time, and he's blown away, um, and he starts making his own his own films. So he buys like a really sort of um, a film camera, um, and he gets all his friends together, and he's like shooting like war films. Um, so on one sort of side, it's like a sort of really sweet like coming of age about like a young teenager who's like pursuing his creative dream. And the other side, you get the more sort of family dynamic, um, which is uh, you've got Michelle Williams, who plays the mum, and she's, like, very creative, and she's into music. And then you've got Paul Dano, who plays the dad, and he's very, like, logical, and he's a computer scientist. And he's, like, he doesn't quite understand Stephen's like dream us. to become a filmmaker, yeah. and that kind of clashes at some point. And then he sort of gets to an age where he's in his – where Stephen's, you know – well, he's called Sammy in this film because he's he's not called Stephen, but he's basically a younger Steven Spielberg – he sort of gets to the age of like 17, 18, where his dad's like, this is, a, I thought this was a hobby. Like you, you, you can't do this for a living. And he's there like so passionate about it. And he wants to do it full time. And uh, it's a really, it's a really, really sweet film. And I think for anyone who has, you know, ever wanted to embark on anything, you know, remotely creative, whether it's music or writing or um, filmmaking, like it's a really nice, it's a really nice, wholesome Sunday evening sort of film. Oh, nice. Uh, and it ends really, really nicely. And like, yeah, the, I also want to give a shout out to so um, the main character. Let me what's his, What's the actor's name again? I think he's called. Bear with me, um, Gabriel LaBelle, Right, mm. he's he plays Sammy, who's the the young Steven Spielberg, and I don't I've not seen him in anything before, but he is honestly. You know, you watch or watch a film, and he's just so charismatic and so likable and absolutely hilarious. And I, yeah, I hope I hope. Um, he has a lot more work in the future because he absolutely stole the show and he he acted so well, even despite being like, you know, with like Michelle Williams and Paul Dano, who are obviously acting powerhouses. But yeah, Fablemans, mm-hmm. um, I think you'd love it. I think it's a really good film. Like someone, Fablemans. so that's just basically a substitute for the Spielbergs. Okay. I spoke to someone actually at work who um, who worked on that film okay. um, when they were at Universal and um, had a chat with Steven Spielberg. And basically the film is like, It may as well be called The Spielbergs, because apparently it's beat for beat the exact reenactment of his childhood. But I was thinking about this. It must be so weird, like, as a director, recreating your childhood home, and you're casting people who played close members of your family, and you're casting yourself. Imagine the pressure as an actor. You're there on set, and you're playing the person who's, like, directing you. Um, But, yeah, it's... It's It's a big
0: honour,
1: isn't it? Yeah, massive honour, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but but, um, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely give it a watch. I think you'd really, really like it. Um, And yeah, yeah, if you guys have seen the Fablements, let us know what you think in the comments. Mm. Um, But yeah, have you got any more recommendations? I have, yeah. So this one,
0: look, yeah. I recommended Colin Price. This guy's huge. I don't even know why I'm recommending him. And someone else I'm going to recommend, they're huge as well. But look, I have to, I have to talk about this. Less of a recommendation, more about just a rant that I want to go on, because as you know, I love music. Mm -hmm. Um, This is something... That I just feel like I haven't seen Spoken about Nearly enough Right, right. It is Lil Sim's album No Thank You Dropped at the yes. end Of 2022 mm-hmm. Oh Fantastic I'm couple. getting goosebumps Thinking yeah. about it Genuinely It was an Incredible album I think it was The best album I listened to in 2022 Easily Very well And like tactically Dropped at the end at of But the very year. end yeah, Yeah But oh my goodness It's incredible So We've got the track open here, that's why I'm looking at my computer. But obviously, one of the first tunes that starts off with is Gorilla. That's is a like, banger. I love such that song. A banger. Love that song. Yeah. yeah Cause I didn't yeah. I
1: had no idea. There was no marketing for this album. I had no idea yeah, she was exactly. dropping this album. It just dropped. And then I saw Gorilla on um my release radar. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I loved her. I was playing her old album quite a bit, saw it and I was like, Oh, that's fine. She's released a single. We looked at it. Album drop yeah, yeah, out yeah, of nowhere, yeah, yeah. but yeah, mate, that is. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great like, song. You
0: know, obviously that tune, which is like "Zim Zimmer." Yeah. who got yeah, the keys yeah, to the yeah. <laughs> And then she starts off by saying "Sim Simmer." Who's got the, the keys to my, my blood, blood cup, yeah. And it's just so fucking smooth. She's got this mad mm. flow and just keeps from fucking rapping and going.
1: Ooh, it's hard. She's the best female rapper oh, out there at the it's moment. Just, it's just—it's an
0: incredible. Maybe album. one of the best
1: rappers, actually. Not even. I think it's almost a disservice to be like one of the best female rappers. I yeah, think she's like in the. But she's probably the. To me, is like top three UK rappers at the oh, moment. It's just like just so good.
0: I think like the thing about this album, which just I really really loved, is how it was just not genre specific at all. Like yeah, not genre specific at all. Like some of the songs were so orchestral and just beautiful. Yeah, like Heart on Fire. That's my yeah, favorite that, song that's my favorite album. And it's just genuinely so beautiful. Um, she's got like just does some really cool things with her voice where she can make certain things rhyme and sound really mm. like just really cool. Um, and like I don't know like just like like the way she will yeah just change her voice so it's very amazing like that and then just a bunch of other stuff so not genre specific as I said you've got more orchestral tunes you've got kind of more like dancey tunes you've got kind of more old school hip hop tunes some kind of more modern day Mm. like I guess just like rap like not again not really genre specific I love an album
1: that like covers so many different like soundscapes yeah it's it's so much more easy to listen to and yeah uh, yeah, yeah, i love it yeah
0: exactly so um heart on fire for me uh is the best song on the album closely followed by like gorilla's probably really good x is really good just listen to the whole album genuinely it's It's so so good so good and um interestingly heart fire is not even one of the most streamed songs in that but one of the songs that heart on fire really reminded me of is a song called um Ah, oh, it's really, I had it in my head. And Which one? In now. I'm... Is it a little Sim song? No, it's not a little Sim song. It's not a little Sim song. Um, Cold little Heart. Cold little Heart, and I'm going to look it up quickly just so I can shout out the artist.
1: So, oh, um, I know that song. Um, Michael something. Michael Kuanaka or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's yeah. the one, that's the one. Cold little Heart. Banger, banger. Uh,
1: by Michael Kiwan, Kiwanuka.
0: Uh Sorry if I bitching the name, but <laughs> it's <have>. an incredible <laughs> song. It's almost that's 10 minutes long. But from it's start to finish, it's incredible. It goes through key changes, it starts off and it's just building up an atmosphere and a soundscape mm. of just, I don't know, you can almost imagine like a lake and just like trees surrounded and it's just setting a scene and then it just dives into the most like incredible deep vocals, incredible words as well, so I, I'd recommend listening to that. But yeah, Little Sims. I haven't heard it spoken about enough. Just unbelievable album. I loved it so much. Best thing I listened to in 2022. Mm. And um I've literally I I played it on repeat like
1: It's times. a great it's great a album. album. Have you Have you checked out the one before? Sometimes it's I haven't, man. Oh I mate, really honestly, I feel like sometimes I might be introverted. That that one I feel like got a lot more of a big splash than um than this re- recent album. But that one if you liked if you liked um this recent album you would love Sometimes I Might Be Introverted it's like it's got the same sort of really orchestral vibe to it mm. it kind of feels like quite cinematic almost like yeah. it's a like sort of film score almost yeah, 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 um, yeah. incredible production incredible rapping yeah. incredible storytelling yeah i definitely yeah. definitely check that out okay, it's cool. so good
0: yeah because like one thing I didn't know about Lil Simms is obviously she was like active from a young age in terms mm. of like rapping like there's videos of her as like a kid like on like a, yeah, yeah. a camcorder like family videos and she's
1: no she's way. spitting yeah.
0: bro. she's spitting yeah but, and um, she's
1: now obviously very widely known for um, Top Boy as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. I that, I think that was my first sort of encounter with, her. encounter with her, was seeing her on Top Boy and then, oh, she's a rapper. And then I sort of checked out her music and since then, yeah, I think been a fan. She's wow. great.
0: She's incredible. Mm. I saw a TikTok saying that she is the queen of UK rap. I think, yeah, Hands 100%, up. yeah. Easy. She should be the emperor. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah.
1: Guys, thank you so
0: much for listening. That's the uh, end of episode three of Larger Than Life podcast. We are going to stick around for a while. um, So with that in mind, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And then... You've also got our socials, Instagram and
1: TikTok. TikTok at Larger Than Life underscore LTL. Oh, easy um, it's easy to right? It's easy, um, So yeah, follow us there. Um, on YouTube, click the notification bell yeah, so that yeah, you yeah. get instantly reminded when we've dropped another episode. Exactly. Um, and guys, if there's any topics that you want us to talk about, anything that's in the news, um, please DM us at um, Larger Life underscore LTL um and yeah we'll we'll discuss one of the topics you've sent um but yeah we appreciate all the love and stuff and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of lugs and life cheers guys cheers guys